Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your host, third place Davo, with second place Andy. Howdly doodly. And first place, as usual, Kells. Well, when you say it like that, it doesn't sound as special. Well, it's not <laughs> special to us. We're tired of your excellence. Oh, I mean, wow. are we not a team? We Well, we are, but one part of the team is better. <laughs> and it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to make some kind of joke, like he's the Steph Curry to your something else, but I don't know who else plays on his team, but I'm sure there's something there. <laughs> there is. There's always something there. Well, here are the rules. Every week we have a theme, and within that theme, we've got six categories of four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points, usually, with a few bonus points thrown in here and there. And then there's a final, which is worth up to 100 points. And today's theme is not the one I wanted to go with originally. I, I had this really great idea, and I just couldn't pull it together. So at the last minute, I put together a random collection of questions which i'm calling the potpourri Pot- got a potpourri. wow well mm. i don't know did you mention like what this is a part of i don't think you not yet you explain no. the grandeur of no like, i'm about to oh, okay unless you would like to explain the grandeur oh no 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 you do it so much better than i could ever dream of doing it oh wow, wow. i'm just gonna soak that in for a minute yeah <sighs> This is episode six of the Brain Masters Tournament, so named by our wonderful listener, Joel Mount. Neil, what are the standings in the tournament? Well, I think you pretty well covered that already. Um, I, Yeah, I just want you to make it official. <laughs> so so we're, we're five games in. The winner of each game gets three points. The second place player gets two. And the third place, usually Devo, gets one point. Yep. <laughs> and after five games, so halfway through the tournament, we have Devo with eight points, Andy with 10, and Kells with 12. So I'm still mathematically alive, but it's looking tough. Andy, you're, you're doing great. I'm still playing. I'm here. I love spending time with you guys. It's wonderful. It's still impossible for Kells to fall into second place this this game. He may be tied for first, but he's not going to fall into second. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So, before we get started with this, I want to give a quick shout out to our friends over in Indiana, the Trivia Rogues. I neglected to give them their due last episode, and I am very sorry about that, guys, out there in Indiana, but I was so focused on winning that I neglected all my other duties, and it still didn't matter. So I'm rectifying that mistake tonight with this shout-out to a wonderful podcast, The Trivia Rogues. Give them a listen. As of this recording, their topics are chicks and chimps, which is about influential women that do research on primates. Could have said it a little better. I don't know. (laughs) The classic DeLorean, John DeLorean and his story, um, and 
a pepper quiz for those of you who like it spicy. So it used to be you. It used to be, but then I hit forty. And <laughs> so, are we ready to get started? Absolutely. Let's do this. I would say so. First, I need to determine which of our six rounds today is going to be our bonus round. So here I go. Yeah. All right. I love that sound. Snake eye. That machine is purring like a kid. Like, you know, it has not. It hasn't failed me once since I since I built it. Let's see. All right. Let's get started. Category one is science. Remember, these are all just kind of random questions. There's no theme. Uh, there's nothing connecting them. Oh, that's great. So it's science, and it's harder this time. <laughs> Cannot <Yeah>. wait. <laughs> Question one. What is the name of the radiation belt that surrounds the Earth? Oh. Locked in. Okay, I'm locked in with an answer. Kells, you got this? It's failing me. I hope it doesn't fail you because we will mm. all be in trouble if it fails. Well, not me personally. I mean, it's doing good work up there. The name. <laughs> I, I, I think I... All right, I'm. I'm gonna lock in with the wrong answer, but I bet I'm close. All right, what did you lock in with, Kels? Okay, well, it's it's something something Allen, and since I couldn't remember, I just wrote the Allen Iverson belt. Okay. <laughs> Dave, I put down the Kepler belt, and Andy. Kells was really close. It's the Van Allen belt, not to be confused with the Van Halen belt, which protects us from, um, you know, hair rock. I thought it protected us from brown M and M's. Right. <laughs> or the Allen's Parsons belt, which protects us from good music. <laughs> wow. They had one song I liked. What was it? Exactly. Yeah. Point taken. <laughs> they do abracadabra, abra, abracadabra. No, oh yeah, you're right. Mm -mm. What did the Alan Parsons project do? <laughs> Which is not even close to oh, the Van Allen. No. <laughs> anyway, all right. Question two: A type of bird that Charles Darwin identified in the Galapagos were instrumental in his theory of natural selection. What kind of bird? And for a bonus, what was the name of the ship that Darwin sailed on? Oh, I know the bonus. I am locked in. I hope you're not asking for more than just a very basic bird. I'm locked in. I'm locked in I'm as asking, well. I'm asking for a type of bird, not a species. Okay, David. Okay. Uh, when it comes, when you said natural selection, I immediately thought of the dodo. So I went with the dodo. Okay. And there is a kids movie called Pirates Bands of Misfits. And 
one of the characters is Charles Darwin. And he was, I think he was on board the Beagle. And that's how I know that. Okay. Andy? I know the bird is a finch, but what specific finch, I have no idea. Um, and it's the Beagle is his ship. And kills. Uh, the the birds were finches, and it was the HMS Beagle. It was the finch and the HMS Beagle. So it's interesting. when He, he wasn't an ornithologist, and he identified some of those birds as blackbirds and other kinds of birds. And then when he got them back to England, someone who actually knew what they were doing started looking at them and saying, well, these are actually all finches. They just look really different. And that's where he started getting the idea that these finches evolved separately to fill different niches in the, uh, in the uh, ecosystem. So they were filling finch niche. Mm -hmm. Ah, I see what you did there. It's the only thing I can contribute to science questions. (laughs) Quite a stretch there. Mm -hmm. Reed Richards. I don't don't know if you've seen the, uh, the latest uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie, but in it, Trillian is dressed up as Darwin and she has a stuffed beagle tucked up, tucked under her arm. <laughs> and that's how uh, nice. That's how Arthur knew that she was being, she was dressed up as Darwin. Question three, what percentage of the universe is visible? And what I mean by that is what percentage isn't either dark matter or dark energy. And I'll, base your score on how close you are to the correct answer. So it's not like I'll give you full credit if you're within 10, 10 or a hundred or whatever. It's um, for every 1% you're off, I'll deduct one point. Okay. All right. Let me just align the deflector dish. <laughs> and randomly write down I'm locked in I'm 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 locked in okay Andy 33 and a third for a nod to LPs Kels (laughs) I own with a 2% like milk sometimes (laughs) David I went with 8% because eight. Well, <laughs> two of you actually got points. The correct answer is 4%. Oh. Hey. Because you were off by two, so you get eight points. Deva was off by four, four, six points. Andy was off by 29 and a third for zero points. <laughs> I was hoping I was close. I wanted to see you do the math for 33 and a third, but... I would have rounded down. <laughs> yeah. Figured. Question four. What was the first U.S. spaceship to land on Mars? Uh, made the name and the Land name. safely on Mars? Yes. I'm locked in. Man, I'm stuck on a name and I know it's not right. It's not that one. Now I'm just thinking of sh- of ships on Star Trek. 
It's not the Bozeman. <laughs> Um, I put Mariner 4. Okay. Deva? I put Pathfinder. And Andy? Viking 1. Well, one of you got it right. The correct answer is the Viking 1. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Named after a Chicago Northwestern passenger train, the Viking. Sure. Pathfinder might have been the first of the landers that landed safely. I mean, the, the rovers. The rovers. But, uh, I think Viking just landed and sat there. Yeah. Well, at the end of round one, I've got Devo with a grand total of eight. Yay. Kells has 80, <laughs> and Mr. I Hate Science has 32. 80? How does Kells have 80? Did I say I 80? 80? I don't know you where said that 80? came from. Yeah, you did. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> lost so, my mind there. Devo has eight. <laughs> Kells has 20 yes. points. And Andy has 32. I was about to say, Andy, the fix is in. We got to go. <laughs> I know. I know. Category two is history. History. Devo. Ooh, I like history. I do too. Oh. Question one. How many... Punic Wars were there. And for a bonus, who were the combatants? Mm. One point each on the bonus for those. One for each side. Locked in. I'm locked in as well. Sure, I'm locked in. Deva? <laughs> ah, crap. Um... I I said two, and I first wrote down Athens and Sparta, but then I changed my mind and wrote down Rome and Carthage. Okay. Andy? I think it's Rome and Carthage as well. I have no idea how many wars, so I'm going with Dave's answer of eight from the previous <laughs> round. That's a lot of – that's a lot. Wow. <laughs> Europe had a 100 years war. I mean, these guys know how to do war. True. How about you, Kels? I said three. And I knew Rome for sure, but I didn't know the second one, so I went with Greece. Okay. Well, the combatants were Rome and Carthage, and there were mm. three Punic Wars. <gasps> so that's 11 for Kels and two for Davo and Andy. I was uh, I was counting five bar fights that also were around that time frame uh, between the Romans and the Carthage. Carthage, yeah, never mind. You know what? My I, this isn't working today. The people of Carthage. <laughs> people of Carthage. The, pe the five people of Carthage. <laughs> I think they're Carthagites. They're Carthaginians. Okay. They're Carthaginians. Yo, I knew that. I was joking. I know. I, I know. I know you'd make joke. <laughs> Question two. In what century was the Magna Carta signed? 
I'll give you a bonus if you know the exact year. Oh, I don't know the exact year, but I know the century. Locked in. Uh, I'm locked in. <laughs> I'm locked in. Andy? Um, it was uh, the 13th century. I have no idea what year. And it was at, in the 13th century, it was actually referred to as the Carter Three. Really? All my jokes are flying, falling flat today. Come on, that was a good one. <laughs> the Carter Three. <laughs> yeah. How? Lil Wayne album. I know what it is. I wonder. <laughs> you'd be, you'd be more on the nose if you said the Magna Carta, and referred to the Jay Z album Magna oh, Carta. Holy yeah, crap! That's a better joke. That's a better joke. Yeah. Yeah. This is smidge. They do share the last name, though. Carter. Right. Yeah. Kels? I also went with the 13th century, and I did not know the year, so I said the year of our Lord, 1234. Okay. Dave. I also said the 13th century, and I did not recall the year. Well, the exact year is 1215 in the 13th century. Question three. What was the name of the Emperor of Japan during World War II? Locked in. Locked uh, in. Deva? Hirohito. Andy? Hirohito. And Kells? Hirohito. Well, these potpourri questions are too easy. Have they been? Do you not remember science? <laughs> I remember Andy doing really well in science. I, I'm kind of on a roll tonight. I am just going to ignore the fact you said these are too easy when I have eight points coming into this. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe uh, I'm not. <laughs> All right. Question four in history. What was the ruling house of Russia for 300 years? ending with the February Revolution in 1917. Oh, um, I'm locked in. Like I'm looking for the, the, the last name, basically, of the... Okay. Uh, um, why am I drawing a blank? I can uh, see his face and all his kids. Um, locked in. <laughs> this is bad. Um, I went with uh, Natasha's family as Romanov. <laughs> the Romanovs, and I don't think she's descended from royalty. And Probably not. <laughs> All I could come up with was Nicholas. The correct I have no idea. Is, the answer I was looking for was Romanov. <laughs> Blanked. All right. At the end of round two, got Devo. With a good round with 40 points, oh. Andy has 54, and Kells has 61. Anybody's game. Still playing. Right. Mickey, <laughs> Mickey Mantle, eat your heart. Let's move on to category three, which is music. Ah, oh, shoot. Yes. 
Question one, the artist now known as Elton John legally changed his name in 1972. What, his, what is his mythical sounding middle name? What? He, he changed his name to Elton something John. I want to know oh. what that something is. I'm like, I'm Are like you it. serious, Kels? I never you, thought about the middle name. You know Elton John's mythical middle name. Well, it's a real middle name, but Wikipedia is my friend sometimes, <laughs> and we travel down many rabbit holes together. <laughs> it, it's it's the same reason I was looking up all the Heisman Trophy winners like the other day for no reason. <laughs> so I hope that comes up today because <laughs> I'm ready for Heisman Trophy. <laughs> Remember when you hear the answer that he chose it for himself. I'm locked in. Mythical. I have no yeah. idea. I'm totally guessing. Me too. I'm locked in. <laughs> okay, Deva. Unicorn. That's right. I have no idea. I I totally guessed. I decided that if I had to pick my own middle name, it would be Thor. So Elton Thor John is what I went with. Kels? <laughs> uh, I went with the mid-90s Disney animated feature of Hercules. The correct oh. answer is Hercules. Well, you were pretty close there, Amy. Oh. Yeah, I didn't realize how close I was. Hercules. Not a unicorn, though. Well, Elton John is kind of a unicorn. A little bit. Question two. Who holds the Guinness record for the most words in a hit song? I'm locked in. I'm locked in with a total guess. Again. I'm going to lock in, but I'm putting something in parentheses. I got something in parentheses, too. Okay. Andy, what do you have? I have no idea. I was just trying to think of a song that has lots of, of words in it and... Uh, all I could come up with was Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. Okay. Yeah. I was asking, I'm asking just for the artist, by the way. Okay. Well, that was my logic. Right. That's good. Well, I went with Twister from um, the song Slow Jams because he raps really fast. So it's, you can cram a lot of words in there, but he only had one verse. But in parentheses, I put because I didn't know their names, the dudes who sang the Macarena. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I like that. And Deva. I went with Eminem, because he can rap real, real fast. And yeah. in parentheses, I had the Bare Naked Ladies for one oh. week. 
You know, chickadee uh, China, the Chinese I'm, chicken. Now I'm kind of wishing I'd gone with Tech Nine. <laughs> <laughs> no hit songs, though. Shame, but no hit songs. Oh. Well, the correct answer was Eminem. Oh, yeah. Oh. I believe, wow. I believe the song was Rap God. Dave, Cinderella Story. I didn't think that got released as a, as a single. Well, I didn't say single. I said hit song. Well, I saw. So I, I guess that would count as a single. Now he's he that is that was a great song. I like it. No, no, I'm not denying its goodness. I just didn't know that it like. So it's it a little bit long like, too. So it had the advantage of being six minutes long. Do you want to guess how many words he fit in in six minutes? Just for fun. I'm not even. I'm gonna to say it. over a thousand. It was 1,560 words. Oh, my God. So on wow. average, that's a little over wow. four words per second. Wow. <laughs> like he does have a, a really insane stretch in there for yeah. like 15, 20 seconds where it's – you can't almost make out anything, but he's saying words. You can't repeat it. That that tonight. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good song. Ridiculous. It's interesting. Question three: What Grammy-winning band was originally named Tony Flo and the Miraculously Majestic Masters of Mayhem in 1983, but changed it after their first few performances? Locked in. Yeah, they formed under that name, did a few recordings, and then when people liked them, they decided to change their name for some reason. Perhaps because that's an awful name. Hmm. Perhaps. Yeah, it is. I'm locked in too. All right, Kells. All right, well, I'm hoping that they looked at their name and it was like, you know, all of this has got to go. But I really like the Tony part. <laughs> so let's just, you know, multiply that and go with Tony, Tony. Tony. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Dave? Well, that's funny, Kells, because the part of that name that I clung to was Flo. And I thought, hey, mm -hmm. the Beastie Boys have a good flow. Let's go with the Beastie Boys. And that seems like the kind of name hmm. they might have come up with by themselves, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad guess. Andy? Red Hot. Chili Peppers is the band you're looking for. Well, the yeah. correct answer is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That makes even more sense than Beastie Boys. <laughs> <laughs> question four. I just want to point out that I, I wrote this question before you guys had the conversation that you had earlier. Question four. Whose 2013 mm -hmm. 2014 world tour was named the Mrs. Carter Show? <laughs> I'm locked in. Oh man, I didn't participate <laughs> in that conversation. <laughs> you were here. Uh, yeah, but I. I uh, yeah. He doesn't I, know Andy. Uh, okay, I'm locked in. <laughs> 
Okay, Andy, go ahead. Beyonce. Kels. Beyonce Knowles Carter. I thought it was about his mom. <laughs> I put Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Little Wayne, Mrs. Carter. Sure. <laughs> well, his it's honor in honor of his mom. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's sweet. That would have been sweet for him to do. Yeah. If he had, if he had yeah. done it, which Very he didn't, sweet. because the correct answer is Beyonce. Uh. <laughs> okay. At the end of round three, I've got Deva with 50, Andy with 74, and Kells with 81. So, uh, according to Andy's math, I am not gaining ground. In fact, according I mean, to all math, I am not gaining ground. <laughs> there but you're some here. Sort of non, there may be some sort of non-Euclidean geometry in which you're actually staying the same, but I don't. That's From my point of view, everything's warped around me. <laughs> Maybe in that Star Trek alternate universe, you have a mustache and you're winning. Yeah, I got a kick-ass beard and I'm winning. Right. And, and a sash. <laughs> <laughs> that should be that should be whoever wins the tournament has to play with a sash on that says winner. They're getting the members only jacket, man. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. My bad. You ready for the next category? Category four is movies. Question one. This nineteen ninety four independent film, which was the first for a now famous director supposedly had to pay more to obtain rights to the soundtrack music than its production costs. Ninety-four. Locked in. Locked in. Oh, I better know what this is. Locked in. Kels? I guess the clerks. Andy? Pulp Fiction. Devo. Oh. Reservoir Dogs. So you're looking for... Nah, Reservoir Dogs is earlier than 94. Well, you're looking for a movie that has very low production quality and also uh, not you know, high-end music. And I believe that the production costs were something like $36,000 and, the, mo- and the, the soundtrack rights cost 37000 and the movie was <laughs> Clerks. Wow. Oh, I don't remember. See, I was thinking Pulp Fiction because it had a lot of huge old hits on it, but but it also had a bunch of big stars that probably got paid a lot of money. And also, that wasn't yeah. the first. I never saw it. It also wasn't the first for the now famous director. Yeah. Okay. Tarantino. Nope. That would be Reservoir. Right. Okay. Let's do this one as a with an easy mode option. So you can opt in or you can uh, lock in or pass for the first part. If you need help, if you pass, I'll give you a, uh, a hint. Question two. What is the name of Rocky Balboa's dog in the movie Rocky? Oh, oh I can oh see God. that dog too. Pass. Um. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm at the pass too. I can see its face. Oh. I can. Um. Um. I'm going to lock in. All right. Here's the uh, here's the easy mode hint for half points. He was named after a former Bears linebacker. Got it. Locked in. Locked in. Okay. Uh, Devo. Butkus. Kels. Butkus. Oh, my God. Andy. Butkus. It was actually Sylvester Stallone's real dog, and that was the dog's name, and it was Butkus. Kells. Because because nobody was Kells, you just knew that? (laughs) Yeah, it was that or Brutus. But I knew it started with (sighs) B. I was like, I think it's Butkus. Like, Rocky don't strike me as the type to know who Brutus is. (laughs) So I went with Butkus. Question three. This this might be this one might be playing to Kel's strengths. So just just oh good. I thought that was good. The game. Not like yeah, I was gonna say not like the entire match. <laughs> uh, it's an Oscars question. <sighs> what was the first picture oh, to win the top five Oscars in 1934? Meaning it won best picture, best director, best actor, best actress, and best screenplay. And for bonus, Locked for in. bonus, what was the second movie to win the top five Oscars? Uh, locking out, and I'm about to lock right back in. 1934, you say? I did say. Okay, I'm locked in. Andy, what's your answer? Yeah, uh, can I... I don't know. I was just about to say that I I recently checked out the 1934 one. That's a good movie. You watched it? <laughs> well, I checked it out. I, I plan on watching it either tonight or tomorrow night. Okay. So you have it. You actually have that movie in your hands right now as we play the game. Oh, oh okay. Totally and I knew it anyway. <laughs> just as yeah. a tribute. Yep. Yeah. It's a trivia nugget. A uh, trivia know, nugget. That movie's on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> Andy? Um, the film is Robin Goes to the Circus. I don't want to spoil it for you, Kells, but he will get caught by the bad guys. What? Yeah. The hero gets <laughs> Well, I don't know if you want to call me hero. Sad. More of a anchor. <laughs> Boy hostage, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you try for the bonus? Should I ask? No. Okay. Devo? Oh. I put the Philadelphia story. And I put this for the bonus, I, I put down Gone with the Wind. Okay. And Kels? I believe in 1934 was It Happened One Night, starring. <laughs> Uh, Clark Gable and Claudette Colbert. Oh, I love Claudette Colbert. And I'm hoping in anything. I'm hoping the next movie that did it was One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, starring Jack Nicholson and Louise Fletcher. Okay. 
and Chief. <laughs> it started Don't about Chief. Chief. <laughs> uh, supporting role by Danny DeVito too. Yeah. Wow, Christopher yeah. Lloyd. Uh, yeah. Christopher I want to put Brian's song as as my bonus. I love Brian Piccolo. <laughs> He was a good friend. <laughs> so no surprise, Kel's got the correct answers. Why don't you just go ahead and tell us what the third movie to win all five. And is it on your couch as well? That would be. No, but I do own it. It's Silence That's of the Lambs. Fair. Those are the only three that have won all five of those awards. Awesome. Dave, well, maybe during the movie category, you and I can get a game going online or something. They can just yeah. come back to it once the category is over. Wow. I love the fact so far all I've gotten is Butkus. Um, yeah. This movie <laughs> category, which is kind of. That's the only reason we got it is because we know football. <laughs> right. There's <laughs> nothing to do with the movie at all. No. <laughs> On the plus side, you haven't lost any ground to Andy. This I have so not. I'm not. But there is one more question that you may lose or gain ground on. And that is, what 2006 movie was Paul Newman's last feature film acting role? He, he did do a couple of documentaries and uh, narration type things after, but this is his actual, an actual acting role. <laughs> uh. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Kels, you guys sound so happy. Uh, I I guess Cars, but I'm not sure when Cars came out. Andy, it is Cars, or at least I think it is. And Deva, I put down Cars. The correct answer is Cars. Doc Hudson. Hey! I, I think he was in Cars 2, but just they had pre-recorded. He was already dead by then, but they used pre-recorded audio from other stuff. So it doesn't really count as an acting role. So at the end of round four, Devo has 65, Andy has 89, and Kells has 123. So we're catching him by my yep. math. Yep, we're <laughs> heading, yeah. All right, category five, and this is the bonus category. <laughs> yes. Question oh. one. Who was the youngest person to host Saturday Night Live? I've got two in I'm my head. In. I'm locked in. I'm that, go is worth, that is worth one on the paper. Wait, that's not right. But apt. I like it. I utterly okay. I'm in. I'm locked in. <laughs> okay, Devo. Well, I was thinking Tatum O'Neill, but then I thought, hey, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, interesting answer. Kells. Ooh. I went with Drew Barrymore yeah. of ET fame. I too went with Drew Barrymore. All right. Well, the correct answer is Drew Barrymore at the ripe old age of seven years old. Of course it is. <sighs> okay. All right. One question two. 
One character, played by the same actor, has appeared in at least 10 different television shows, starting with Homicide, Life on the Streets in 1993, and ending with the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt in 2015. Uh, He had appearances on Arrested Development, The X-Files, and 30 Rock, among several others. Name the character and the actor for five points each, or I'll give you uh, eight points each since this is the bonus. I'm locked in. Oh, I, I've i almost got it. I'm locked in. I know. Also locked in. I know his. It's. I know his real name first. I knew yeah, his character name first. What character's name? Got it. Kels? I believe it's Detective Munch. It's played by Richard Belzer. Yep. Detective Munch by comedian Richard Belzer. And Devo. Detective Munch, Richard Belzer. Uh, you guys all got it correct. A lot of the uh, the shows like on the Un- Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, he's actually, they're watching TV and they're watching a made up episode of Homicide where he's playing, you know, some, whatever he's doing. So he's not really on the show. He's on a show in the show. Wow. It's like inception. Kind of. Munch. I wouldn't have got it unless you, when you mentioned the X files, I knew who you were talking about. Homicide life on the street is one of the best detective shows ever made. That's fantastic. Yeah, I actually, I've seen a few seasons of that. That's, that's a good show. That was I feel like he did an episode of The Wire also. Question three. The next season of Survivor will begin airing in September of 2019. Which season will this be? I'm going to take two points off for every season that you're incorrect. <sighs> no freaking clue. All right. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Andy? I would like simply to say the last season. Um, that's probably not going to be the case. Um, I'm 13. <laughs> no idea. Okay. Deva? I said 23. And Kells? I said 28. None of you are close enough to get points. The correct answer is 39. Oh. They usually air two seasons a year. So that's why we get to 39, even though and I, I, was, I thought 23 was way too high. Man. I knew it was in the 20s, but I didn't. I, well, I thought it was in the 20s. But 30 you know, when the robot holocaust comes, I, for one, will welcome our new robot overlords. It's time. I mean, <laughs> two more seasons past Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure a lot of our our listeners uh, enjoy Survivor. I watch it usually. I've I've missed a few few seasons, but it's it's entertaining to watch a bunch of people um, backstab and fight and argue. It's it's entertaining. I guess that's kind of my sports. (laughs) 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 Question four. 
Who was the creator and star of the 1951 show Dragnet? Oh, locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Deva? I believe it was Jack Webb. Oh, my gosh. Kels? I said Joe Friday. Andy? It's Jack Webb playing Joe Friday. Uh, correct answer is Jack Webb playing Joe Friday. I heard a podcast recently that uh, was talking about the Miranda warning and the, the lawsuit that came about from that. And they credited uh, Jack Jack Webb and Dragnet as he, he wanted the show to be as authentic as possible. And so he popularized the Miranda warning. Most Most people started hearing it on Dragnet. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. The '60s version, not the '50s version. Right. I forget his, I forget his co-star in the '50s version, but it, um, the '60s version had um, Colonel Potter Sherman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Harry, Harry Morgan. Harry, Harry Morgan is Colonel Sherman T. Potter. That's right. That's a really good show. I liked. I liked Dragnet. I used to watch it just because, I don't know, like, Dick Van Dyke show would have just gone off and Dragnet comes on. So the TV. Good night, baby. I watched a lot of Nick yeah. Night, so that <laughs> too, lazy to, too lazy to change the channel? Yeah, the remote game wasn't too strong back, back then. So. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be up anyway. So um, if my mom was listening to this, yeah, I was I was up watching Nick at Night. That's, that's how I knew all those shows. <laughs> But look how much good it's done you now. I mean, I got that one wrong, but yeah, I get the yeah. She she she'll get oh, it. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> At the end of round five, we've got Devo with ninety six, Andy with one thirty five, and Kells with one fifty four. It's anybody's game except mine. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have, Devo? Ninety six. Oh, we're in the hundreds now. <laughs> Some of you are. You said that with such joy, like <laughs> such reverence. Just well, I just thought you knew. We've, we've reached the promised land. In the three digits over here. Yeah. <laughs> I got some digits for you. <laughs> Category six is sports. Oh. oh. Question one. What four men have won nine or more Olympic gold medals? I'll give you three points for each. This is an all or nothing? No, three points each. Okay. Um, Has anybody locked in yet? No. No. One of them is not American. Three of them are. Thank you. Oh, man. And if anybody Um, gets the one that's not American... Uh, my hat's off to you. No bonus points or anything, but it'll be impressive. You'll doff your chapeau. Um, man, I can't think of it. Okay, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in with my three. Andy? My answer. 
uh, Mark Phelps, Usain Bolt, Mark Spitz, and David Lacey. Because you know what? He wins at something. I know about it. About it at lunch. Oh, wow. <laughs> David? I only had three. Uh, Michael Phelps, Eric Hyden, and Mark Spitz. But there was a Russian pole vaulter. And that's not, I'm not trying to start a joke or anything. There was this legendary Russian pole vaulter in the 70s and 80s that I could not remember the name of. I kept getting like Yuri Gagarin, and I know it's not that. But there was a <laughs> Russian pole vaulter that was, a, that was really, really good. And I just can't remember his name. So I just said uh, Phelps, Haydn, and Spitz. Okay, Kels. Uh, Spitz. Michael Phelps, Usain Bolt, and I guess Carl Lewis. Oh, so I need a ruling. Um, you all got Phelps. Yeah, one of you said Mark Phelps, oh. which is not the right name. And the rule is if you give me the last name, it's good enough. If you give me the first name and it's wrong. I know I it's Michael Phelps. It. I just, ah. I was hoping at first it was just a, a mistake and you were going to correct it. No, I you said it again. You know, you know what's funny? And here's what happened. If you look at my answer sheet, I wrote down Mark and started to write down Spitz and crossed out Spitz because I remembered Phelps and put down Phelps. I forgot to change the first name. Then with Usain Bolt. Then I remembered Mark Spitz, I think, also had that many medals. So I wrote him down again. Ah. <laughs> That's Sorry, frustrating. Andy. That's all right. That's fair. Well, so the correct answers are Michael Phelps, the flying fin, Pavo Nermi. Hmm. He was a, uh, a runner. Oh, wow. Mark Spitz and my fellow University of Houston alumnus, Carl Lewis. Oh. Usain Bolt hasn't so got I... nine gold medals? He's probably got like eight, seven, eight. Well, I think he one was he taken away. He didn't run away. in that many events. I know he did. Well, he did 100, 200 in like a relay. Yeah, a relay. And, and won like three straight games. Oh, but they did take one medal away, though. One of his teammates. Was a dope oh, player. right. And I don't remember him losing any events. So that would probably leave him at like eight. He has, according to Wikipedia, eight gold medals from the Olympics. Rats. Well, I'm surprised I got that like on the nose. I'm not. <laughs> so that was Kells with nine, Davo six, and Andy three. Rats. So David Lacey's wrong too? The yeah. answer David yes. Lacey? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I think he's only in like the three or four gold medal range. Yeah. Yeah. Six bronzes, though. Good job. Yeah, I'm doing the. <laughs> Still a medal, dang it. <laughs> All right. Question two in sports Who's the only person to have won the NBA Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, and Executive of the Year? But obviously not all in the same year. Locked in. Locked in. Oh, the Bulls coach. What was his name? Is he a player? No. 
He was a player, Andy. I can't come up with his Strange name. Find out. A lot of coaches used to be. Yeah, players. yeah, yeah, yeah. But a I mean, player like in this, but he would have won Player of the Year. Um, I got. I'm. I'm calling out special teams. Ray Guy is taking the field. Oh, I'm hunting. Hang time. All right. You. Devo, what's your answer? Larry Bird. Oh, I thought of him too. Larry Joe Bird. I went with Jerry West. Did you? I did. Uh, And Andy has the punt. The correct answer is Lawrence Bird. Larry Joe Bird. Good call. Oh, Larry Joe. Thank you. Jerry West hasn't won. Oh, you said coach of the year. He never coached. He never coached. coached. I skipped over that. I went like MVP and executive. But yeah, Larry was coach of the year. Well done. Question three. What quarterback has the most consecutive starts in the NFL? Locked in. He's a quarterback, but he has more consecutive starts than any other player in any position. Yeah. I'm locked in. Is that everybody? Mm-hmm. Tell us what's your answer. Brett Favre. Andy. Brett Favre. He's out there slinging it, having a good time. Just slinging it, having a good time. Yeah. Brett Favre. Correct answer is Brett Favre. Favre. He had 297 consecutive starts. 321 total starts. It's amazing what pain pills will do. Yeah. There was a few times he was playing with busted up hands, uh, broken that's rib. A yeah, that's a quarterback. Gosh. Question four and the last the last question of the regular rounds. Who holds the Major League Baseball record for the most consecutive scoreless innings set in 1988? Ooh. Locked in. 88. Consecutive scoreless innings. You you remember 88, Kels? I mean, a lot of baseball. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, 88. I'm locked in. Gonna throw a guess out there. I'm locked in. Andy? Oral Hershire. Deva? Oral Hershiser. And Kells. I went with Dwight Dot Gooden. Even though you got his name wrong, Andy, I'll give you credit for Oral Hershiser. Hershiser. <laughs> At the end of regulation, I've got Devo with 132 points, Andy with 158, and Kells with 173. Okay, Devo, you got to stop him. So this is what triple digits feels like. <laughs> Welcome to the club. I knew you get there. All right. I have a list here of the top 10 
presidents listed by age when they left office. So not not the age they died, not the age that they were elected, but when they left office for whatever reason they left, either term limited out or um, or died. The current president is uh, is definitely going to be on the list. He'll actually either be second or first on this list when he uh, when he leaves office. So we're not including him. So I need the other 10 top 10 presidents. Quickly redirect for my incompetence. David, what are your answers? Okay. Uh, Reagan. FDR. Uh, Truman. Because he looked kind of old. I, I honestly just kind of went with... I honestly just started picturing presidents in my head and thinking, gosh, he looks old. And then I would go up and down the list. Um, Eisenhower. uh, Buchanan. uh, Cleveland. uh, (laughs) uh, Carter. uh, Woodrow Wilson. Oh. Uh, George Herbert Walker Bush. So that I guess Bush one. Bush and Prime. Bush Prime. <laughs> Bush <laughs> Alpha. Um, <laughs> I went with uh, I, John Adams was the last one I just threw on there because he just looked old and grumpy all the time. <laughs> all right, Andy. Uh, Reagan, Andrew Jackson, Zachary Taylor, Gerald Ford, Truman, FDR, George H.W. Bush, Optimus Prime, um, John Adams, William Henry Harrison, and Ike. And Kells. Uh, Ronald Reagan. Y'all got him, George. <laughs> he's the oldest, right? Yeah. I think he's the oldest ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, George Herbert Walker Bush. Dwight D. Eisenhower. Uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson. Mm. FDR. Harry Truman. Woodrow Wilson, Andrew Jackson, Gerald R. Ford, and Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter was actually a young guy. Was he? he was, yeah, when he was yeah. president. Yeah. Carter I guess I've only known him as old. Yeah, he's the oldest living president right, right now. Right. <laughs> if, you, if you look, if you sort the list by uh, number of years after the presidency, he is way on top. Yeah. Okay, I have all our totals tallied. Let me run through the list real quick, and then we'll finish up the scores here. So I have at number 10, you guys, it's it's an interesting list. 
because there were several right at the beginning and then some of the more recent ones, but not a whole lot of middle presidents. Hmm. Uh, for example, number 10 on the list is Thomas Jefferson. Oh, 66 when he left office, followed by James Madison and then James Monroe. So we got three, four, and five were all right there, lumped in there together. Wow. Um, none of you got any of those, I don't think. I almost then, put down Monroe. And then we got uh, William Henry Harrison. Got it. Then George H.W. Bush, Harry Truman, mm. Buchanan. Hey. Andrew Andrew Jackson, uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, and then mm-hmm. Trump would fit in here if we were including him in the list, and followed by Ronald Reagan. Wow. So by my tally, I've got five for Davo, mm-hmm. which gives you 50 points, bringing you to a total of 182 and currently the lead. Yay. Hey, Davo, look at you. Man. Andy got six correct. My math is right, bringing you to 218, and now you have the lead. Woohoo! Sorry, Dave. Hey, Andy. And then Kells has had five right. Oh. For a total of 223, beating out Andy by five points. Oh. Oh. Well done, Kells. That has to hurt. That stings because it's an American history president thing. Ah. Well done, Kells. Thank you, gentlemen. Where does that leave us in the tournament, Neil? That leaves uh, Devo with his fourth third place finish with nine points total. Andy. uh, Andy has had two first, two second, and two third place finishes for a total of 12. And Kells has three and three, three, three first place and three second place. You're all very symmetrical there. Uh, Kells has 15 total for the tournament. Well, congratulations, Kells. You're well done, looking Kells. well on your way to a lovely members-only jacket. <laughs> I've always wanted one. I'm right behind you, buddy. Right behind So from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is Davo with Andy. So long, Ladle Brainers. Kells? You know him as the Joe the Policeman on the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. Now put your hands together for Jackson Heights' own Mr. Randy Watson, yeah! <laughs> and Neil. My quote for today, I don't have I have no idea the context, but it was Jim Carrey who was quoted as saying, one man's toxic waste is another man's potpourri. Signing off. Uh, hello, all you good trivia people out there. Uh, if you like what you hear, I have exciting news uh, for you. You can listen to this show on your favorite podcast apps, wherever that might be. Whatever uh, floats your boat. Uh, got any ideas, you can tweet us at uh, Ladle Brain. If you're into the Facebook kind of thing, uh, we're at Brain Ladle Productions. Also, YouTube, at Brain Ladle Productions. Kind of redundant, but you get the idea. We also have a website, BrainLadleTrivia.com. If you want to get us individually, 
there's a uh, Neil, there's Kels, there's Davo, and there's even uh, an Andy fellow. If you're feeling generous, uh, also have a Patreon. You know if you can send us some ducats to really help out the show, and that also that leads into us helping you. So help us, help you, and you be classy out there. Obama out. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions, all rights reserved.